everybody. This is Scotty Milas, and welcome to another episode of All Things Considered Franchising, powered by ScottMilasFranchiseCoach.com. All Things Considered Franchising is a podcast devoted to the entrepreneur, focusing in on uh, franchise opportunities, uh, people that are independents, uh, just providing resources and information uh, regarding different brands uh, in the franchising space and, of course, uh, in the entrepreneur space. ScottMilasFranchiseCoach.com is a uh, consulting co- uh, organization that I founded many, many years ago. Uh, we focus on assisting people, researching and exploring opportunities, helping them build the business model, and, of course, introducing brands that fit. Uh, the services, guidance, education that we, uh, we provide are absolutely at no cost to our clients. Uh, we, our firm is compensated by brands, much like who we're going to have a guest on today. Uh, so uh, you'll never pay me a fee for any of the services that I provide. Um, one of those um, guys who's just really kind of under the radar, uh, but has been in franchising uh, for quite a while. Uh, I want to welcome Joshua Hoffman to the show. He is with um, Horsepower Brands. Uh, you might have heard some other uh, podcasts uh, uh, with Mighty Dog, Roofing, Blingle, iPhone, they all fit under the uh, Horsepower Brands franchise search uh, or franchise sales organization um, uh, that they provide uh, many different service-based brands. And today we're with uh, Joshua, who represents Groovy Use. Welcome to the show. Scotty, thanks for having me, man. Yeah, you know, um, it's interesting because I have a lot of respect for Zach and, uh, and Joshua as they build the service-based brands. Obviously, uh, they they both have had uh, great success with the uh, brands that I've brought into the uh, portfolio on prior experience before they started Horsepower. And you've been working with Groovy Use, and it's um, it, it's a service based brand with a little bit of a different twist um, because when you look at organizations that provide exterior interior uh, painting services. A lot of people don't see the value of the other services, as you call it, light renovations. So maybe uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got into franchising, and then let's take a deep dive into uh, Groovy Use. Yeah, I appreciate it. So my background, uh, I think I'm like many people. I stumbled into franchising accidentally, uh, and my career started actually in college. So I was in the heart of the housing crisis, and the only way to pay for Rent and beer at the same time was paying taxes. <laughs> uh, lo and behold, it was a franchise location in the suburbs of Chicago, uh, and it was a struggling location. So had the opportunity to take it over uh, and never look back. Very much a mom and pop franchise, but fell in love with models, organization, the, you know, the ability to help a 19-year-old me be successful as a business owner, which I probably right. have no business doing, uh, go in there. So ended up on the operations side for a number of different franchisors, um, everything from uh, training and development coach to a brand president from again pretty much everything you can imagine in home services. So I've spent the last 12 or so years doing that. Uh, and about now 18 months ago, got introduced very much uh, like you, Scotty, through a franchise consultant friend of mine said, check out what they're doing in Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, I could not imagine that what I was going to run into at Horsepower. So I actually started with Mighty Dogs. So you heard from Anthony yeah. on the podcast here. And then we launched Groovy Hughes about six months ago. And with my background in paint, my wife says, I think you're addicted to paint. You just keep ending up back in paint <laughs> brands, which I ask her not to phrase it that way, but uh, I've right. loved doing it. We've had some some crazy growth here. You, um, you know, it's interesting because you mentioned you started out more in the operational side. Uh, and now you're in the development side, uh, helping people kind of fit the pieces uh, of the puzzle together to see if it makes sense for them. And of course, 
making sense for you as the brand to bring them on board or award them a franchise. But when we look at and, and, and educate our, our, our listeners, um, the operational side to me is, is, is always as important as the numbers, so to speak, the validation because of the support. Uh, you know, you want to get into a franchise that's going to support you. You may not like everything they do. You may not be in love with everything you do, but you got to be able to get along with them and work together. And that work is typically on two fronts, the operational side and the marketing side. So with your background, let's focus on the operational side. Where do you see that line or the importance of somebody feeling comfortable with the operational support, training, and so on? Maybe you can walk our audience through that. Yeah. So I, I think a couple things are important. and I. I focus on a franchise or taking a multi-channel approach to your support, right? Like it always alarms me when somebody says, Hey, here's our one secret sauce. We have this CRM that can do everything for you or this one thing. And the truth is it's much more complex than that. Right? So I look at one is typically the number of staff members supporting you. And it's one thing I was attracted to at horsepower here uh, with, we have about 275 people under our head office here in Omaha, Nebraska. So it's one to say, okay, am I going to be well supported? from marketing, from, again, day-to-day, -day, from CRM support to long-term vision of what you want to do with your franchise. I think those things are very important. And then it's the focus on your performance, right? So it should be top to bottom revenue. And, and I'd say at the bottom line, everyone wants to focus on bottom line profit. Well, that correlates to top line revenue. So if you don't have a franchisor who wants to help your, you grow to your goals and is either holding you back or wants to push you to a place you don't want to go, it's Probably not a good fit. So I would say that uh, those two things are really important. And the last, it's just, and you mentioned this with horsepower, is the franchisor success, right? We talk about a paint company. Mm -hmm. It's very different than a franchise paint company. Uh, so you want to look and say, I believe for my end, uh, being on that side was, okay, do they know what they're doing from a franchisor perspective? Or is this their first venture into it? doesn't mean it's inherently bad, but it means that you're going to be learning with them, uh, which is just an extra challenge for a lot of times for a first-time business owner. Yeah, no, I agree with you there. That very well put that the operational support is important with your 275 plus people uh, from call center to marketing support, tech support. Um, you know, I always tell my clients that if you're looking to get into a franchise to try to reinvent the wheel and rebuild the brand, you know, take you, all that energy you're going to use and all that financial resources and start your own company because that's not what franchisors are looking for. You know, so let's lean into Groovy Use because Groovy Use is, uh, I, I wouldn't say an embryonic brand, but it's a new brand. Um, it, it, it has a lot of strength in numbers because of the support and the operational support. So tell us who's taking a look at Groovy Use, who's investing in the franchise, a little bit about the services, paint that picture for us. Yeah. So I, again, everything with horsepower is going to be home service based. So Groovy Hughes, our focus is on paint, interior, exterior, commercial, power and soft wash, again, which is a big growing space here when it comes to exterior maintenance, as well as we mentioned earlier, the mild renovations or cosmetic upgrades, think shutters, gutters, front doors, things that really catch your eye from the field. So Again, who this is attracted to, and our owners, again, in our first six months, we placed about 20 owners here, uh, typically people who like something that's very stable, right? It's why we got into painting. You know, how you paint a house hasn't much changed in the last 60 years. Right, There's some right. better technology, and it's always going to happen. Now, the second side where I kind of call this our Goldilocks brand is there are some sexier brands out there, right? There's not a lot 
tons of sexy about paint, but to the consumers, it's that design aspect, right? So when we focus on software, being able to redesign your home, it's your largest and most intimate asset. So you get that somewhat sexiness with the need base. So when you talk about recession resistant, certainly seasonal resistant business, it's typically someone who likes that. And then again, somebody where you talk about, hey, it's easy for a mom and pop to open. Well, those people aren't really sophisticated. So I tend to find it somebody who looks at, you know, you look down your main street in whatever right. town you live in and you see a Wendy's, a Burger King, a McDonald's, you'd look and you'd say, well, I'm not afraid to open a Chick-fil-A because those are there. Well, that's what we look at. We're the Chick-fil-A of what we're doing in that space. So uh, very well on that end, we are designed to be an executive model. So we're about 50-50 split of what we typically will call semi-involved or semi-absentee owners to owner operators. You know, one of the interesting things about your model uh, is that there are multiple revenue drivers. You know, when you think paint exterior, some of the other franchises that are out there, all good brands, everybody has their own little fit niche into the industry. But, you know, if somebody's going to get the exterior of their house painted or a certain part painted, if you're only providing that revenue, that ex exterior painting, the chances of them calling you back in the next five years is slim to none. Unless, of course, they're making a referral saying, hey, I want you to call my brother, my sister, or my next door neighbor. But you have multiple revenue drivers that allows you to have more touch points with the clients to keep that, keep, keep, to consistently be engaged. When you hit the nail on the head, and that's where we saw most paint companies make mistakes, which is they treat it like a single time acquisition, right? I come to paint and I never see you again. Where the truth of the matter is, if I can get into your home, get that foot in the door multiple ways, well, Scotty, your house, you, you see black mold on the soffits or in the boxing. We come to Washington and say, well, hey, you've got some rot, by the way, we can do your gutters. By the way, it's probably about time to paint. It's going to lead to a larger ticket. And then again, that recurring revenue opportunity that's year over year uh, in that way. So again, leads to just much higher revenue. And at the end of the day, happier customers, because I, right. I at least know from my experience that, I mean, once you have a good experience with a contractor, the next thing from the homeowner is, do you know somebody who does X? And then the answer is, yes, it's me. That's good for everybody at the end of the right, day. Right. You know, you mentioned the key word contractors. Um, you know, uh, people who may be listening to this are scratching their head right now as far as labor. Um, obviously, you're looking for those owners of the franchisees who have the ability to delegate, manage. You're not necessarily looking for owners that are going to jump on a ladder every day and you know, whip out a, a paintbrush, so to speak. You're looking for that management type, uh, type that executive, as you mentioned earlier, uh, you know, when you were describing the brand. Talk to us about the labor component to this, uh, you know, the assistance. I know you have an in-house recruiting team. You're providing services and help finding contractors. Walk us through that on the, uh, on, on, on the Groovy Use side. Yeah, so if I want to start, I'll just start with the industry. This is a very attractive industry to blue collar labor. And this will probably make some painters upset, but painting is not rocket science by any means. It's, there's a right way to do it, but it's a very easy industry to enter into and skill to learn. But on the other side, it actually pays like skilled labor. So it's not like being an electrician or a plumber where I have to go to months of school or could run into some major damage points. So I can get, again, for blue collar, a typical painter in the United States makes 25 to 35 bucks an hour. That's a darn good life for somebody who said, hey, I learned this skill in a week. So right. one, the labor pool is huge out there. The second is, why are they attracted to us? Well, 
from my experience, nobody grows up dreaming to be a painter. So right, right. When they get into it, they get into it for the money. But what are you then not good at? That's the marketing, the business ownership aspect, those things that come in with the owners we're looking for. So we have Recruit Z, which is our in-house recruiting firm. They actually have two divisions. One is actually a white collar division. So that'll help you hire sales, management, GMs. Right. And a blue collar division that will help recruit painters, technicians, carpenters, the things you need. And then they work also in tandem with our national partner, Sherwin-Williams, on your local level. So when somebody comes on board with Groovy Hughes, our national exec calls their local stores and says, hey, Scotty's come on board. Give them your best 10 guys you've got because those general managers of those local stores, they know who pays their bills on time. Right. And they know the other guys who are coming in for touch-up paints and have you know, complaints. So that allows us, again, in twofold, a large labor pool to vet them for our candidates and for our owners to then start you with a, a very, very large labor pool at the end of the day. That's interesting. So there are a lot of assets to the franchisee as far as the labor side of it in all aspects, because, you know, one of the things that uh, scottmilasfranchisecoach.com that we do when we're analyzing and helping people kind of build that model to introduce opportunities is that we talk about the sales aptitude. And I'm not talking about, and I mentioned this a lot on my podcast, we're not looking and when I say this, I'm not talking about the Willie Lomans, you know, the dialing for dollars or walking the briefcase and knocking on doors. We're talking that ability to network. So you as an organization internally um, will be able to provide the support if somebody is not 100% comfortable being in that position to find somebody or help them hire somebody who is and be able to bring in the customers and kind of networking and the ability to make a presentation. And that was our design to help grow this system, right? We all have gap deficits in our sets or just straight up things we don't like to do that we might be good at. Well, that's where things like you talk marketing. I might know digital marketing, but I've got Franchise Rocket to do that for me. Hey, I need staff who's better at marketing because I'm, you know, maybe I'm, my background's IT and I don't really like talking to humans that much. Great. I'm going to find a general manager or salesperson who's willing to do that. So at the horsepower level, it's putting all those vendor verticals and those integrated verticals in place for the places that you say, okay, my skill not, might not be here, but I have the support from horsepower to be able to do that. Great, great. Talk a little bit, we're talking to uh, uh, Joshua Hoffman, who's Director of Franchise Development for Groovy Use, uh, one of the uh, shining stars on the horsepower service brand uh, portfolio list. Uh, and I'm Scotty Miles, host of All Things Considered Franchising Podcast. Um, talk to us about the item seven investment range. Um, you know, uh, give us an idea of what someone should expect, you know, to get this started single territory. I'm sure you're scalable into multiple territories. Give us a little background there. Scotty, I don't know who paid you to say such nice things about me, but I appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, so item seven. So again, with that increased service offerings, we have an increased upfront package. So we do what we call front loading. So putting as many items so you have cash as you open your business. So our range typically, again, I, I think our national average is about three territories. We're running about 400,000, but our range is about 220 to 420, okay. uh, with about 200,000 of that range being in vehicles. There are three required vehicles, again, for those service lines, with the low end of the investment being leasing, all the way to purchase options. So again, we want to make sure you have a ton of cash to start the business so you can grow quickly. And then again, an improved equipment package so you can actually produce said work. Do you have any um, multi-brand, multi-unit operators in the portfolio, I know horsepower does, but 
in general with GroovyUse? I mean, is there anybody who owns a different type of service-based brand who may want to consider this to add to the portfolio? Yeah. So one within horsepower right now, we've got, we expect about 20 more. We've got about 20 multi-unit owners with three of those getting into their third brand uh, within the horsepower portfolio. Because to think like a Mighty Dog Roofing, hey, a great add-on to that is paint, right? right. A great add-on is lights. Uh, but we also have owners who have owned something else. I think one of we have an owner down in Texas who had a mosquito concept. And he said, I've got this giant customer list that I can go after. I've already been on the property. This is a natural ad for me. Um, so simple answer is yes. And I always say painting pairs pretty much really nicely with any of our brands. And then the beautiful one with horsepowers, they were all built from inception. So all of our brands were built with the same end user in mind, with the same infrastructure meaning brands number two and three mm -hmm. are that much easier to get started up. That's interesting. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm always fascinated and, and intrigued with people who have multi-brand operators, uh, people who like to diversify their portfolio, who know how to use their existing client list to attract other services and kind of build their portfolio. It's, it's, and, and I think that's one of the great things about franchising is, is that it allows you to kind of piggyback off other opportunities or other things that you may own, other brands that you may own. So uh, that's interesting. Um, Joshua, um, financing, um, uh, you know, SBA, I gather. Um, any any insights, uh, you know, as far as funding, net worth requirements, liquidity, what are you looking for as, uh, as the franchisor, but where do you see the comfort margin for somebody to come in? Obviously, you know, we, we discussed here at scottmilosfranchisecoach.com that you don't want to be overfunded, but you don't want to be underfunded. You want to kind of be in that front spot. And as you said, one of the things that I've always admired about the horsepower brands is that you're front loading it. So in other words, it's not your investment is X, but now once you made your investment, you need an additional, you're taking the total picture and saying, this is what you need to cover your marketing, operational labor, and really kind of going down the list. And I, I think it's a great way to put it. So, and I speak to my business that I owned, I was always making decisions early on based on what my wallet said. Where I looked at it, I said, I know I should take this opportunity, but hey, the money's not there, the money's not there. Where we're gonna say, hey, we wanna make sure you're making a smart decision long-term for your business and the immediate smart-term decision. So with that, our net worth requirements are $100,000 liquid, $500,000 net worth. Now, as it comes to funding, I'm, I'm not a professional when it comes right. to that. A lot of good lenders out there, but SBA is the most common. HELOCs are great options, as well as like 401k rollovers, yep. uh, really great programs out there. And a lot of our owners will use multiple streams to do that when it comes in. Because again, as a first business for first time entrepreneurs, you really want to have the infrastructure that horsepower has. And I'd say even further on when you run your second, third and fourth, you start to learn, man, I'd want all that infrastructure anyways, because that's what I need to scale. Because those aren't revenue generating activities that I'd want to spend my time on. So uh, again, this is not one. And I, I say as far as a revenue business, we really like about this. Paint is so established, meaning your search yep. terms are established. We're seeing owners get out of the gates very quickly. This is not like a brick and mortar that you get open and you go, hopefully I see some profits in a year. It's saying, hey, when you open your doors, you're you're working out of the gates. So again, having the right capital, but not when we're saying, hey, you, you need an arm and a leg and you know, drain the 401k, all that other good stuff. Yeah, I know. I you know, some of the guidance I give on the financial side to my clients is that one, numbers don't lie. I mean, you, you, you know, they're either transparent, they, they, you know, one and one is two. There's no way to spin it. <laughs> I mean, it, you can't, you can't. 
And, and number two, you definitely want to go in capitalized and funded correctly because you don't, you can always give back money. Um, to go back and get more money is always more difficult. So that, that, that's some of the advice. Joshua, you know, uh, believe it or not, we're running out of time here. Any last minute thoughts on franchising? Anybody that may want to pick up the phone uh, and contact you, you know, what's the best way but uh, for someone to get a hold of you to learn more about uh, Groovy Use? But, you know, any last minute thoughts on somebody who maybe just, you know, God, you know, I, 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 I really want to know more about business ownership. But, you know, I mean, any thoughts on that? Yeah, I think threefold. One would be just get on and start doing research. Get on and start listening to your a podcast like this. Again, you're going to learn what's out there. Number two, and I, I don't want to sound this too much like a plug, but get yourself a franchise coach or consultant. Again, if you if I go out and Google franchises you know, near me today, I'm going to see too many options and I'm going to get overwhelmed or I'm going to focus my search on what I think I want. And that'd be the last one I think a consultant can help with. But as you sit and you're considering a franchise, consider what the end game you want out of it is. Again, I, I laugh because there's, there's so many things out there. And I go, if you asked me 12 years ago, hey, would you ever be in the home service space? I'd say no. But when I look what that provides me as far as profitability, as far as lifestyle, that's great. And hey, maybe you want a brand that's more geared towards lifestyle, like pastries or fitness or any of that. But identify that early on, and then your consultant can help you say, well, here's the brands you want to consider. But I'd also say keep an open mind, because again, yep. it's what the franchise delivers you, not necessarily what the widget is. Yeah, I, I, I like your thoughts on what's the end game, because that's one of the things that uh, I spend a lot of time with on my clients is, you know, what's the end game? What's your exit strategy? People don't think, realize that you need an exit strategy. You know, that ties into what you're, what you're going to want to do when it's time to get out, retire, sell, whatever you want to do, uh, life, uh, work life balance. But uh, that's interesting. Uh, best way for someone to get a hold of you, uh, just go on the, the, the Horsepower brand uh, website or should someone connect with you on LinkedIn? What would be the best way for them to uh, reach out to you? Yeah, always connect with me on LinkedIn. Again, Joshua Hoffman, you'll see Groovy Hughes all over the place in Horsepower. Um, otherwise, if you go to our website, groovyhughes.com, You'll see a franchising page on there where you can go ahead and fill out a form if you want to learn more. Um, otherwise, again, talk to Scotty here, reach out. He can get you in contact with me. Be happy to talk to you more about the opportunity here. That's awesome. Joshua, we appreciate your time. Uh, this has been Joshua Hoffman, uh, Director of Franchise Development of Groovy Use, a uh, horsepower brand. Uh, some of the other brands, Blingle, iPhone, Mighty Dog Roofing are just a few. Uh, but uh, Joshua is uh, director of franchise development with Groovy Use, what he likes to call a light renovation uh, brand uh, in the service base uh, in the service based category. I'm Scotty Milas. I'm your host of all things considered franchising. You can reach me at scottmilasfranchisecoach.com, fill out my inquiry form, or shoot me an email at scott at scottmilasfranchisecoach.com, or reach me at 860-751-9126. Until next time, everybody, enjoy the day. And uh, like I said, give yourself permission to learn and want to know about business ownership. This is Scotty Milas signing off.